you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Brooke is back. I'm back. I was gone for three weeks. You were. It was a very long time. I'm super sad. I was actually really sad because I ended up having to do the ads for the... <laughs> yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> no, I had to do all of them for last week's. So, you guys, I just want to apologize. Those ads were terribly read. <laughs> terribly done. <laughs> And then then we had to do a rerun. Yeah. And I had to do like a a promo for that too. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Or like a introduction. Nice. Yeah. It was difficult. I I think I literally sat there and read to them about 10 times. It was horrible. Dude. So we'll record it on our phone if if we don't have the roadcaster. Yeah, like if we're we're not in the same place. And we, we don't always get ads like with enough time right sometimes with your travel with travel schedule sometimes like um when we have a trip coming up or i have to leave we will make sure we have podcasts recorded right so one can come out even if i'm gone but then sometimes some ads come out after and then ads come out or they get (laughs) yeah bought after yeah yeah so i i was doing them on my phone and apparently I hold the phone too close to my face. Is that what Mark said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's our, what, what, what is he, the not editor? Uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he does He does all of our podcast stuff that does, goes online. Yeah, yeah. And Eric does all of our stuff that goes our on Our video, YouTube. yeah. So I did it and I just told him, I said, I'm so sorry. I literally am saying like the F word every two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, when I'll we... Start, I'll start to do it I told him he should do a blooper reel of, of all of start. our mess ups because <laughs> we'll start to do it and then go oh fuck fuck just fuck 
I'm sorry, sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like, all right, Mark, we're going to try this one. And uh, here we go. Also, we've been drinking, so (laughs) hopefully this goes well. That was the most the latest one when we That's were true. doing ads. It was at when we were drinking our we usual were doing wine. The, we were doing the ad for the usual wine. Yeah, and we were, we were drinking it hammered. while we were doing it, but we hadn't we had like worked out, we hadn't really eaten. Oh, that was bad. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. All right. So anyway, so welcome back, Brooke. I'm sure everybody's Thank happy you. you're back. You guys, thanks for Thanks listen. for missing me. Thanks for <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for missing me. It's really nice to be missed. Um, but yeah, welcome back to another episode of Between the Reps. Oh, that's right. <laughs> with Brooke and Gina. With Gina and Brooke. With BJ. B- Brooke and Gina. BJ. Bina. Bina. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brangelina. We're Bina. <laughs> so gross. Or Druk. Druk. I like Bina better. <laughs> Brina. B- Brina. It would be... Brianna. I was just going to say that. Yeah, Brianna. Brianna. Anyway, thanks. Uh, or thanks. Welcome back, guys. Uh, Brooke, you were in Utah yeah, for three weeks. Yeah, I was visiting my family. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, Worked on the ranch. Yeah, we are, my, oh, wait a while back now, but finally broke ground on the ranch, and my dad's been building the ranch house, and I got to be, I got to help frame. It's so cool. Some framing. And it's not going fast. Like that's what he'll tell you. Like it is not fast. It would definitely be, it'd be way further along if he hired people to do it. But through certain parts of getting like the basement framed and then basically all of it framed, um, it's been really great for our family, everyone to be able to be involved in doing that and learning how to do it too. And also... Just in construction world in general right now, it's prices are going through the roof. Right. For lumber? Mm-hmm. You know. I do know. You're in the lumber industry. I am in the lumber industry. She's a lumber. I'm, I'm a lumber jacket. She's jack- a lumber jack. <laughs> jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I'm a lumber jackass. Um, yeah, but I, I was so bummed because the day that I was leaving, I the was the day that they were putting trusses on. Oh, that's the fun and stuff. And one... They could have used my help. But luckily, I actually called Jake, my um, friend and business partner with Naked yeah, Training Program. Yeah, because you need a, a few strong people to... Yeah, I mean, I called him and I was like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> actually, I texted him. I didn't call him. I texted him. I was like, hey, uh, any chance you have any experience framing or building a house in any capacity? And he said, no, ma'am. <laughs> and I said, all right, no problem. Would you like to learn? And he said, he was like, but if you're... He's like, but if your dad's looking, you know, needs a... Uh, Some muscle. Needs a bitch on the weekends... <laughs> I'd be, I'd love to help. And I said, it was middle of the week. So I was like, well, I was hoping you could maybe come and help them because they're putting, they're setting trusses and I'm going to be gone. And so he went up and he had some friends. He's like, some of the guys here would probably come help. And I said, I was like, well, let me ask my dad. And I responded back to him and I said, if they have experience, yes. If not too many people, yeah. it's just, it's just going to slow you down. So him and our other, our other partner Brody went up and helped a bunch and, um, Yeah. My dad was sending me pictures. It's very oh, exciting. It's very exciting. It's going to be awesome I think when it's, it's all a, done. A cool skill to know too, right? Yeah. But yeah, ranch house. Um, they're 
going to have pastures. So they're building all the pasture around the cabin. Mm-hmm. It's not really a cabin. It's a ranch house mm-hmm. uh, where all the horses will then stay there. And out in front of the house is where my dad, where all the hay field is at. So, you know, it's, how were your allergies? <laughs> I mean, I took allergy medicine yeah. every day, yeah. but not bad. Good. Yeah. Not bad. Cause I know you're um, allergic to horses. Oh yeah. I was loving on our horses and mm. the older I get, they're not like my reactions aren't as bad as when I was little. So you're kind of growing out of it. Yeah. But I, st- I mean, and it doesn't, what the, the worst part about it is if they, like our horses are out on pasture. Mm-hmm. So dirt, you know, in like the plants and the pollen and just all of that and dust, that's what really gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a lot better at not scratching when it scratches. Or itches. not touching, yeah. <laughs> not scratching when it not scratches. scratching when it I don't itches. scratch the scratch. <laughs> and then also, like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I heard this growing up. I was like, don't touch your eyes. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, my eyes would swell shut, dude. Oh, I'm sure. That's like yeah. Jordan. Every time you get poison oak, he itches balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know. Like, honey, stop. stop grabbing your stuff. Jeez, you were just outside you're just, playing. You're just spreading just, it everywhere. <laughs> just, just itching. <sighs> but yeah, it was awesome. It's going to be, I, I told my dad, I'm like, I can't wait for when it's all done. And I can just be like, hey, I'm going to the ranch and I don't know when I'm coming back. <laughs> you're just going to disappear to the ranch. Just like go there. Just ranching. Yeah. You're a and rancher. I, that's, I asked my parents, I was like, so... If everything falls apart, I think I've maybe I've said this on here before, if everything falls apart and I just, you know, no one really cares for me anymore. My businesses all go under and I'm, and I'm <laughs> doing likes bad me anymore. and I'm doing just bad. Can I move home? And my dad, it's almost, he had like a tear in his eye. Like, please. That's all I've wanted. He's just out there sabotaging your businesses. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, well, oh, fuck, full send. Take chances. 100%. 100%. Your dad and would never do that. Because all, funny to all think about fells, it. I have a ranch and my parents' house. They can't live at both of them. Yeah. Cody told him, he was like, hey, you know, because it's, it's expensive. He's like, hey, if I need to sell my house and I could just live, you know, sell my house and then I'll just live at your house and you guys live at the ranch or we could, li- I could live at the ranch, take care of that and you and dad can stay at your house and your parents are like wait a minute yeah he was like yeah <laughs> what's what's in this for us he's like uh you guys can live at the ranch and i'll live at, me and me and brooke can live at the house <laughs> i was like yeah sounds great oh that's cute yeah. i just i love that you had that time with him yeah it was. i think it's so so important it was so great and because you because you tend to hang out more with your mom Mm-hmm. Like when, because she comes well, out my, usually by well, herself. Because my dad, he just retired. So right. that's, the, that's the main thing here is my dad retired. So this is like the first year that he, I mean, he's still busy because he's, re, he retired construction mm-hmm. for, to ranch. And that's a, that's a, a lot. Of, if you talk to people that are ranchers, they're like, what? Why would you retire to, to like, do, do a this ranch, job? Right. But it's also like, we don't have a big ranch. It's, it's a, it's just something that. My grandpa always was in, interested in doing and, and did himself. And my dad is one, just like that. And two, you know, kind of continuing to build the dream that was his dad's. That's very so cool. So it's very cool. Yeah. And uh, I plan on 
being home a lot more. But right, right before COVID, I was planning on splitting my time here in Utah. I have business there. Um, that's where Naked Training is at. And then COVID happened, so that didn't really work out. And I was considering doing like two weeks, two weeks. And while I was there, I was like, I think, Dad, I think I'm going to do a month and a month. Yeah, that I think makes more sense. Way easier, less travel. Less travel and uh, he liked that idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't well, know if I like that idea, but you don't. But you did just tell me today that you are going to I come am. to Utah. I am. I will. Because uh, it would be work trip for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I go there, it's it's family, but it's work. Right. And uh, they can put me to work. You one put you to work. Yeah. Two, you work with me. <laughs> so, so perfect. Yeah. I like that idea. That's awesome. Yeah. I just um, the whole time you were gone, I don't even know what I did. I worked on my house. Ruby had her birthday. Yeah. She turned twenty. I know. I didn't text her. Oh, loser. I know. I almost texted you to tell you tell you that it was her birthday. I saw her post on yeah. Instagram. I was going to go today. I've got something to give her, and I wanted to go get something else to give her. And you then I could just give her stuff. instead of instead of texting her, I'll just in person be like, "Here you Happy go." Birthday. Yeah. I didn't forget. <laughs> She's so funny. No, so we had a family party. That was fun. Um, I actually had a family party planned. That I was just doing my kids. Yes, I was actually just going to, uh-huh. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. It was just supposed to be my kids and her dad. And then my sister, this is so weird. Some people just have weird boundaries and I know she doesn't listen to this. So I know I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I was going to bring it up. Cause I'm like, no way does she listen to it. <laughs> she does not listen. This is my sister, Erica. She's, she meet, she has, she has a good heart and she means well, but she just oversteps bounds. So she ended up calling Ruby out of the blue saying, Oh, your birthday's coming up. We'll do a, we'll do a per- party for you on Saturday without talking to me. <laughs> and then, and then, so then Ruby thinks that she's talked to me. Ruby makes other plans for her actual birthday, which is when I was supposed to be doing something. And I have no idea what's going on. And then my sister says, yeah, we're doing, she calls me up and says, yeah, I talked to Ruby. We're doing a party for her on Saturday. I said, what? She goes, yeah, you know what, what do you, what do you want me to bring? <laughs> we're doing a party for her on Saturday at your house. <laughs> what do you, what do you want me to bring? And I said, uh, I'm sorry if I seem confused, but I already had something planned and I actually have plans on Saturday. Anyway, long story short, had to completely change all my plans, planned it for Saturday. Then my sister, the same one that came up with the idea that wasn't throwing it, says, I'll, um, I'd love to help you. And I said, great, show up at 4.30. The party's at 6. She shows up at 5.45, 15 <laughs> minutes before the party. <laughs> goes what can I do <laughs> I said You're like uh, make yourself I comfortable said, nothing I, I wasn't gonna start preparing for a party at, at you know 15 minutes before a party and she goes, oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you know goes in this whole thing I was just I was at this winery <laughs> but she would be at a winery <laughs> yeah. before she goes I was at a winery with some friends and I thought okay and then I talked to my other sister Michaela and she goes that's weird she told us that she couldn't ride bikes over because she was going to help you I was like, what the fuck? You're like, I'm happy that you were at a winery with your friends and I'm planning the party that you that planned. You planned. <laughs> and, and okay. But no, she actually helped clean up and all that. And it, it worked out great. And Ruby's dad came over and she was super happy. Did you guys just barbecue he, and play? We barbecued, like played cornhole. games, cornhole, played some liar's dice. Her dad actually hung out for until like 10 o'clock, which was awesome because he's usually the, he's not a big party guy. Yeah. So he's usually the first to show up and the first to leave and he he's hung like out the, for a while. He's the type to like 
like show up on time or early yes. and then get out of there before and get out as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. Eat and leave. So she was happy. So well, and I got good. my, my baby is 20. It's crazy. Holy shit. I was just talking to somebody who's having a baby and asked him, asked him about something. And she's just looking at me like she has no idea what I'm talking about. And I said, well, I mean, I was, the last time I was pregnant was 20 years ago. So I guess maybe that's not how they do things anymore. <laughs> Didn't even occur to me. Oh my God. It was 20 years ago. Last time I was pregnant, Ugh, that shit stays with you, man. So she's twenty. Seems like yesterday. She's twenty. So, so I can have you now. <laughs> you can have me now. <laughs> I've just been waiting for the day. Well, we're going to Austin. Yeah. So we're leaving for Austin on Saturday. Today is Thursday, so this will come out Tuesday. The this 20- is the best. So I want Gina to go everywhere with me. I mean, so much so. Even it's not if, that I don't want to go with you. All of you want her to go everywhere with me. Like I've shown up to events and people are like, where's Gina? And I'm like, oh, she couldn't <laughs> so make it. She's got kids. <laughs> I mean, her kid's 17, but I know, can't but... leave her. And <laughs> I'm going to, so I'm, me and Colby are going to Austin and I'm heading out there to hang out with this girl. Her name's Ashley Kidd and she is a total badass. She's like a four time, maybe five time now. She just competed a world champion wake surfer. And like over a year ago, somehow we got connected on social media. I think it was because I had posted a video from Lake Powell when I was wake surfing. Uh And someone I think tagged her in it. And so we like, were just messaging and we had talked about like how it'd be, I'd love to be able to uh, wake surf with her and really learn, Mm -hmm. you know? And there was never really, I was kind of, waiting for the time that I was in the area that I was going to be in Austin. (laughs) It just happened to be in Austin. Yeah. And there was just never really that time. And then through like all this whole summer and trying to like really getting the vlog going and, you know, knowing I needed to like plan some things and we needed to like go and meet up with people and do collaborations and really try and do these things to help the vlog grow. Mm-hmm. And I finally was like, okay, I just messaged her. I was like, all right, when are you available after this date? Cause I was supposed to be filming. Right. And she gave me the dates and I was like, we're going. And I booked it. Me and Colby were going. And then I left town and I had just left town and me and Gina were texting and you know, she just said, she's going to miss me. I was like, I'm going to miss you too. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, why don't you come to Austin with me? Because I already got an Airbnb. You just, just get your flight and you can still stay with me. And you have, like, we haven't done anything Mm -mm. this summer. No, we haven't done anything for over a year. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. And so I was so surprised because (laughs) normally she, like, has reasons why. And, like, pretty, fairly valid reasons why she can't, you know, go with me places. (laughs) Fairly valid. And she's... Okay, she's not being honest. She doesn't find any of them valid. I find none of them valid. None of them valid. (laughs) She you thinks know. I'm making up excuses. No, the only the only excuse, which is a real, I would say is valid, is when, you know, you were like dealing with paying for your house. Right. And it was more so like you just didn't. I just didn't feel comfortable spending a yeah, bunch of money. Like you could go. To travel. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, there's, there, there's more she to the finds, story. She finds lots of reasons that I can still go. Yeah. Because I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm paying for it. And she's like, no. And I'm like, it's business. <laughs> I know. I'm but. like, honestly, I pay for it. You help me, <laughs> you know? Anyways, I told her and I was like, just come to Austin. And then she said, well, when are you going? And I sent her the dates and she was like, well, maybe I will. I'll look at, I'll look at the flights. And I was like, okay, do it. And she, I sent her my flight information 
And you didn't then, think I was really going to do it, did you? Well, until you actually do it. And then she f- texts me and she was like, there's one seat left. Like, are you, or should I do it? Are you sure I should come? And I was like, book the fucking ticket <laughs> now. And she did. And I, I was did. so happy. I so now I'm so happy. Not only are me and Gina going, but DLB, Dana's meeting us there. <gasps> she is? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. We get there. We're going Saturday. She gets there. I think. Um, I didn't know that. Either she's flying in sun. She gets flies in Sunday night. Okay. Or she's coming Monday. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it'll be me, <sighs> you, Dana. And then Colby will be with staying with us. She has a couple of days. She has some of her video guys that are going to be in the area filming some of their athletes. And so they're going to come and get some like vlog stuff for yeah. her and we'll be, with, cool. we'll be with Ashley and it'll oh, be uh, that's so cool. Yeah. It'll be a fun, fun. little, we'll, you know, we'll work out and we'll wake yeah. surf and we'll explore Austin. Love it. It's gonna be great. I know. And we're going to take, we're going to take I've the podcast to equipment mm-hmm. and we'll do some podcasts with DLB. Oh yeah. And we'll podcast with Ashley. With Ashley. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, great. we got some good stuff coming up guys. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, and then for uh, Halloween, yes. we have a really epic group costume idea. Yeah, yeah. so it's we're going to... Who? It's going to be Bonnie. It's Bonnie. Matt. Matt, Vincent, Dana. Dana. You and me. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, we've got a group costume. <laughs> last ordered- year, last year, Brooke was... <laughs> <laughs> if you guys... Last if you guys watched... If you followed me last year around Halloween... <laughs> And you saw any of our posts, our pictures we posted. Oh my God. Me and Gina. So what we did is our, our buddy Keaton, the muscle from uh, the Diesel Brothers, if you guys watched that show on TV, mm-hmm. um, he was doing a Halloween party. And so he, I remember him messaging me like, you, you have to come. And flying in there for, we flew in for what? One night? Two mm-hmm. nights? Two nights. Two nights. Mm-hmm. And finally we just pulled the trigger. I was like, Gina, if you come with me, let's go quick trip and so much and fun. I really didn't like the idea of like the quick turnaround travel but I thought to myself like a couple of things um these friends would they would do that for me like Keaton would do anything he would like drop anything to like help me or you know right. show up and, and Dana was gonna be and there Dana was gonna be there and I didn't want you know it's like I wanted to I bit the bull I you know I just sucked it up and we went and Gina came and our costume was uh, I was Jack Skeleton. Mm-hmm. Skellington. Skellington. Mm-hmm. And Dana was, Mo- what's her name? Oh, crap. Mo- Molly? No. Uh, uh, Sally. 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 
And I was like, dang it, I can't remember. And Gina, <laughs> I couldn't figure out what I was going to be. She couldn't so figure it out. So I was zero the dog. She was zero the dog. <laughs> and Gina made, she made this, like. <laughs> I made a nose. It was like, Jordan helped me, my son. I made a nose. It was, <laughs> it was like cardboard. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. Uh-huh, and she put like the string around it. I put a it. string around it. So it was like cutting my face off. And then it had a little pumpkin on the end. Uh-huh. And we were laughing so hard because every time I put the thing on, it was like squeezing my face off. The nose was so heavy. It would just sag. It just looked like a <laughs> soft weenie <laughs> on my we face. Pa- we painted her face we white. We painted my face white. Oh my gosh. Shit, I think I was... wore it for a little while. And then you I was did. like, forget that. No, for... we glued it to my nose. Yeah, remember? We... Oh yeah. I glued it on <laughs> with eyelash glue. I think so. I don't remember. Wait, she wore it long uh, enough. <laughs> dude, that night we were dancing so much that, that it just kept falling off. Uh-huh. And that was the best part too, is that there's all these super hot young people, you know, at this all party, these girls. all these really hot, sexy girls. And I'm over there in like a turtleneck uh-huh. jeans and a, this giant cape with this hideous nose on my face. <laughs> yep. It and was, I, I was in a, Bla- a, bla- a black blazer, blazer mm-hmm. and pants and by the end of the night we looked like the insane clown posse we did <laughs> finally we went downstairs took off part of our costume came back up <laughs> and then i was so drunk <laughs> i was so drunk oh we went God. downstairs we were on I a washed blow up bed blow up bed i washed my face <laughs> put on pajamas yeah and we- i was so confident and i really wanted some doritos that were yeah. upstairs I went back to the party <laughs> completely just cleaned like, up not in like not I mean washed my face uh I mean it was I was scary looking <laughs> you just I you just know. changed my costume all changed. night yeah yeah it's pretty funny you guys the funny the funny thing is is remember the girls that kept sneaking back in yes oh Interesting. There were some girls, girls that just wanted to. They just they just they just wanted, they just to, wanted to be around this these guys, and so they they literally were asked to leave. They were so drunk that I remember I was sitting there with Dana. Were you there too? I think so. And we're sitting there, and the girls are escorted out the front, and then because we were trying to of, shut the party, we were down. trying to shut the party down, and one of the girls opens the door. And like sneaks back in like really slow, but uh-huh. we're all watching her. We're all just watching her and she just like, they didn't want to leave. And then they just put their heads down and walked straight through the living room and then walked out to the back to the hot tub. And we were like, what are these girls doing? They were just trying to stay there. <laughs> and we're all just, cause all of us are, we all stayed there. It was like Dan, yeah. Rob, me and Gina. Yeah. Um, and I just kept thinking, you have no shame. <laughs> you have no shame. So we finally, yeah, so, uh, we finally wonder what, escorted them wonder back what out. Halloween will be like this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I saw Keaton and he was like, should we do a Halloween party? And I was like, yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm definitely like a, I get probably just a smaller one with COVID and all yeah. that. So they're going to do a little get together. And I had Bonnie and Dana were texting me and they're trying to figure out what they wanted to do for a Halloween costume. And so I finally, I, I texted you and I was like, do you want to do this? And she's like, yeah. I was like, hey, I booked our airfare. We're going in for just the night. We leave on the 30th. We come, The party's on the 30th. We come home the 31st. <laughs> be so hungover. And, um, well, and then you move out the yeah, next day. So the 31st is my last day I have to get moved out of my house. 
That's why yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'll do a bunch of work that week and then we'll go for a one night, get together with friends and then come back the next day. And just be hating life the next day. Yeah. But we have a group costume. It's going to be good. And it's going to be really good. Should we just stay tell them tuned? What it is? Sure. Uh, Kill Bill. Mm hmm. Kill Bill. You, you're the, what's her I name? I am. Um, the eye patch girl. Yeah. Her That's who I wanted to be last year, remember? Yeah. You should have been her. Bonnie is the bride. Okay. And the name of mine, I'm going to get it right now. Who's Uma Thurman? You're, well, that's the bride. Oh, okay. Is Uma Thurman. Oh, right. Um, Duh. You're Sophie Fatal. No, I was. Oh, you're the other Oren, one. Yeah, Oren Ishii. Oren Ishii. Um, the Lucy Liu character. I'm L Driver. Yes. She's my favorite. And Dana is. She's the chick with the, was it like nunchucks? Go-go, uh, I can't pronounce these names. <laughs> yeah, she's going to wear, I think, like the schoolgirl outfit like mm-hmm. a, and then have nunchucks. It's perfect because she's all little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be fun. Anyway, enough of that, guys. Yeah, um, you had some questions. Oh, yeah. So I was going to read some questions. Like I said, we have some guests coming up. So this was kind of going to be our, what do you call it, catch up. It's our catch-up episode. Catch-up, babble. Um, this is from Alyssa. I'm not going to, I'm just going to say Alyssa. There's some personal stuff in here. Okay. Um, hey, ladies, I've been a listener from the beginning but have yet to write in. First off, the fact that Brooke wanted to be a barrel racer, barrel racer is amazing. I grew up in the country, worked on a ranch, barrel raced in rodeos, so I can totally relate to her roots. You guys keep keep me laughing, and I just want to say how refreshing it is. To have other women to be so open and honest, I don't feel like there is enough of that these days, which leads to my questions for you. Well, thank you for that. Um, Everyone tries to appear so perfect, and I find myself struggling with comparing my life, body, relationships, abilities, and appearance with certain people. I know you've touched on this subject, but what tips do you have on loving yourself, realizing your self-worth, and eliminating the feeling of failure when scrolling? I should say I ha- I don't have Facebook and I try not to spend much time on social media, Instagram for me, but even so, a couple minutes on there and I feel like I'm inferior. Then she goes on to go- to tell some stuff about, it's it's kind of personal, so I don't want to read it. Um, so yeah, so she basically um, says her life's doing great, but then she still gets the twinge of jealousy, um, or a twinge of jealousy creeps its way back in. You know, it's so funny that you... I'm reading that right now because I just did an Instagram post I'm going to read. Um, that's kind of on the subject, sort of. And then we can talk on it because yeah. that's actually, uh, you guys probably already know this, <laughs> just listening to me try and get my, my thoughts out. I think a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like most people do. But like I, I have thoughts yeah. and feelings and a lot of stuff that I think could be very valuable uh, or insightful, or even just like this, like, I know we've talked about this, or, you know, she's saying she's heard some things, but she still is asking for some more insight, or, mm-hmm. you know, recommendations, and I really, when it comes to, like, you know, trying to, you know, post something that has, like, a write-up, or gets really personal, or inspirational, I just don't do it, I and I, and for a few reasons, one, sometimes I have a hard time expressing myself, so finding the right words, um, other times it's like I start doing it and writing something up and then at a certain point it's almost as if I I just can't get it out 
in an Instagram post and I would rather do what we're doing right now, talking mm-hmm. about it on the podcast. Um, I'll read my Instagram post. Okay. Then we can talk about it. It says, "Build okay, building something from nothing. This is something that my dad spoke about during one of our daddy-daughter drives, and I figured I would share it with all of you. He was talking about a life lesson that he learned from his father and how practicing this is what has brought him the most joy. The opportunity and everlasting effect that patience, hard work, and grit has on a person is priceless. Build something out of nothing has been instilled in me my whole life without me even realizing it. A mantra that was built into my DNA from day one. I said, now for some perspective that none of you asked for, (laughs) we are all going to make mistakes, have setbacks, and success. The goal is to learn from it and put into practice, accept it, correct it, and learn from it. That is the beauty of the whole process. We're growing and changing all while creating something that you know you built, which is a full life. In a world where we can't trust 90% of what we see, please remember that no matter how good someone else's clothes look, life appears, cool their TikTok dance moves are, doing things in search of approval inside this invisible race that we call social media will only leave you feeling broken or searching for more. You are not broken. We are not broken. Our lives are happening right now outside of our phones, TVs, and computers. All we have to do is be present, look around at all that we are capable of, and then go out and build it. And it really is, I mean, I think, I've thought about this a ton, like pretty recently. Um, It's hard. Right. It's hard when all you see, when our culture is so much, it's, well, you it's know, so tied around outward appearance and social media mm-hmm. and people getting like that becoming the way to have a career right? or be somebody or to get validation and get validation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for, I mean, I can just speak about, speak for myself, I guess. And then hopefully this might help you. Um, it's like my job. Like I, I hate social media. And I hate it because of that. Because I all of a sudden will constantly feel like I'm in the middle of this race that is invisible. It's a fake race (laughs) where you, no matter how hard you try, you never can get ahead. Mm -hmm. You always end up feeling behind or like you're just not cut out or you're not good enough. And even if you have a moment where you feel like you're 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 crushing it it's like the next day you could be like oh my god how did I fall so so behind of all mm-hmm. these people all of a sudden right and it's all based on people's likes for you mm-hmm. like it's all based on just needing valid like not that you need it like for me like well a lot of people do but yes I mean I'm just speaking yeah. for like myself right. it's not that I it's like for business stuff, it's important for me to keep growing and be active on social because that is, that's like a big part of industry now. And like for sponsored athletes, you know, it's everything is based on the algorithm and your engagement rate and how many people follow you and how many likes you get and how many comments you get. And so what does that urge people to do? It urges them to start acting in a way to try and do what people like mm-hmm. and be someone that is what people like. And the thing that's so fucked about that is people, what they like, 
that is changes, changes constantly. Right. So it's this constant race of like you're trying to be, you know, it's like the ultimate you're trying people to, pleasing. You're trying, to, you're trying to just love yourself, mm-hmm. but when we wrap it around what we are perceiving as what you need to look like to get that love or what mm-hmm. you need to, you know, all these things. I think you just have to realize that even, even if, even for the people that are like we perceive as winning, they too are in this shitty fake race, invisible race that like they have moments of feeling like they are not enough. Right. You know, and what I try to, what I think about is the fact that it's this, it's like, well, that whole mindset or that, that reality that's not real, that doesn't transfer into real life. It doesn't like it. If, if you're popular on here, like, what are you here with people? Right. Like interacting, like how many good friends do you have? What's your relationships like, like real ones? Because online, these in your phone relationships are not real. Like it doesn't, and they might be real, but they're only, they're only as, uh, it's really only when you're on this. Right. You know, the second you put your phone down, well, the only thing that the social media has done to you that's really affecting your real life is now how you perceive yourself, how you feel about yourself. And then that sort of, you know, is going to affect you in your daily life when you're actually doing the stuff that matters, like right here and right Mm -hmm. now. And you have to remember that this is, it just can't be the tool that you use. It can't be your mirror. Right. You know, for you to try and see who you are. Because it's a huge, it's just a huge lie. <laughs> it is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And it's an ever-changing one. Mm-hmm. You're going to be constantly measuring yourself against something that is unmeasurable because it's always changing. You can't have a goal. You can't look at something and like that be your goal because you might reach that and then all of a sudden you look again and it's like, oh shit. Right. That's that's you know? that's not me. It used to it was right. it used to be used really to be cool to be really you know curvy and or and now it's all about being really muscular and I it, that takes so much time now I got to change my body and I've got to <laughs> start working out more and then all of a sudden you know then you get muscular and you're feeling really good and if you still have the you know the mindset where you're still searching to like outward things to to figure out your self worth then by the time you look back at it, it's gonna be like, well, that's not cool anymore. Right. You know, and now all of a sudden, and that's why it's so important that for me with being able to get to a place where I am secure with myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and having a better uh, outlook on my, my body and my like appearance and, you know, self-esteem, um, it really came down to realizing the reality of a couple things. If we're going to talk just about like body, right? Looks. Looks. Um, one thing that has calmed my anxiety when it comes to body dysmorphia uh, is the fact that like one, our body is very cool and it can change. Uh, it takes time, but you can, you can fix it. You can correct things that weren't working for you before. You have multiple chances. And then you just have to realize that, like, depending on what your goal is, like, maybe you're, you know, health-wise and you just really need to lose a bunch of weight. And that's hard. And that is, that's a long time. That's Mm -hmm. 
that's dedication and that's a goal that's not going to happen immediately. You can't have this immediate gratification that, you know, a lot of people want nowadays because so many things can be so immediate. Mm-hmm. And and that's the importance of really accepting that you are so much more than what you look like. And I think that was, I think that's probably the thing that is going to matter the most in the in the whole grand scheme of things is is realizing your worth being so much more than just your appearance, your outward appearance. Well, I think that that's the, that's, you touched on that. And I think that that's the problem is that with social media, all of a sudden society is so geared towards the outward appearance. That's the, you, you have to look a certain way. You have to be this fit. You have to, and no one's really making an effort to look at who they are on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think what people don't realize, I worry about people that, I mean, we, we obviously care about how we look. Yeah, 100%. And we're not saying that we don't. No, I definitely <laughs> we do. We de- definitely do. I mean, maybe I wish, not like I right wish currently. I, <laughs> I wish I cared less. I know. You look cute. Shut up. No, but I wish I cared less. I've said this a million times. I've, I think that in this day and age with the social media, especially, and especially with our younger people. That's what worries me the most. Is that they're so inundated with all these pictures. And, and this is this is what's important. This is what's important. You know, your body, your face, your every, you know, all this stuff. And it's completely getting away from, there's so much more beauty to people. I mean, I've met beautiful people that are shitty on the inside, mm-hmm. you know. Um, not, all, not all beautiful people. I'm not like, you know, a hater. But my worry for these people is that when you put so much time and energy into caring about your outward appearance, that's going to go at some point. Mm -hmm. It, it does not stay forever. You're right. You can continue to work out. You can continue to eat well. You can continue to do all those things. You're still going to get older. You're still going to get wrinkles. You're still going to, your skin's going to change. There are things that just happen because you're aging. We're all dying. (laughs) And I worry about when those, when those looks do start to go, how are you going to feel about yourself? Yep. And if someone is only caring about their outward appearance and they're not going to be feeling so great about themselves, if all of their self-worth is wrapped up in your outward appearance, then when that goes, and it will, it, it just does. Um, it doesn't mean you have to not, do Botox or you have mm-hmm. to not do these things. Um, but eventually it, it just, it just does. And so what, where are you, what are you left with? Well, and it could, and it's, and it's not just obviously, I mean the question, but like, it's not just outward appearance. It could be, it could be lots of things. It just, you know, jealous of people that are like, or their just constantly, constantly traveling all the time and just look, looking like they live this most extravagant life. And, um, you know, I, I mean, that's, that's true. Like you see things and you're like, man, I want to go there. I want to do that. Right. And that's normal. That's, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that one thing that can help as well, um, and this isn't even just with social media, this is just like maybe seeing someone on the street or, you know, whatever. It's practicing assuming the best for people that you don't know that you, you might know a little 
it's assuming like changing the way you perceive and it's 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 a practice that's going to take time because I've definitely been a girl who's like you're you know the typical girl who I say typical but maybe it's not (laughs) typical anyways who would immediately hate something before liking it because it's jealousy Mm -hmm. and I feel like that right there is just deeply rooted in like you know teens and Mm -hmm. you're growing up and um, you know, and that could be caused from a lot of other things. But the second, like for myself, the second I started, instead of being jealous of things I didn't have, I just, you know, you have to think like, uh, in a way, like be happy for that person for what they're doing. And if you don't have that and you want it, well, then it's just recognizing the fact that you are capable of so much more than you probably think you are. Mm-hmm. and Or you probably have so much more than you realize that you do you because realize. you're so focused on this one thing that they have. And it kind of comes back to like, you know, my dad talking about he, he loves to, he, he just loves to build something from nothing. And he was talking about it when we were driving to the ranch, you know, and he's kind of just, we're looking out at all this property and he goes, you know, this, this was nothing. There was no power. There was no water. There was nothing. And he loves that, like, he's, he's, done, he's doing that. He's working on the land. He's brought the power in. He's brought the water in. He's growing hay. He loves growing hay. He loves it because he loves knowing that he did that. He grew it. You know, he took right. care of it from start to finish and building the house. It's, and this, like, with the ranch house, like, even more so because he's doing that and he's doing it for the family and with the family. And that just, it's creating a legacy. You're, you're creating, you're creating a fuller life. He wants to, he even, he said, he's like, I think that this, this ranch is exactly what our family needed. You know, this place where everyone, everyone, it's everyone's. It's not just his. He's built it for the family where everyone can come and enjoy the outdoors and the beauty and spend and time, and spend spend time, time with one another. Mm-hmm. And that is what I have found can help with, you know, the moments of, um, I guess, depression. Feeling less than. Yeah, mm-hmm. is, is human interaction with people that make you feel more than. Right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. I think a big... uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, Another thing is I think that it's very dangerous to constantly compare yourself to other people. Oh, yeah. And And that's a very normal thing to do. I do it all the time. I have to remind myself all the time. You know, Brooke will be doing something or, you know, she's got this incredible body, which, I mean, as she said, even sometimes she doesn't feel that way. So that's the all other the thing time. is there's a lot of people that that we look, will look at someone and say, oh my gosh, she's got the perfect body. And a lot of times those people are also having the same struggles that we are having. And I think that that is, that's important to know. But it's also important to remind yourself to stop comparing yourself. You know, when I, I was just, I was just laughing, thinking about it, thinking, okay, Dana's coming to Austin. Awesome. Definitely not wearing shorts. <laughs> you know, I, I hate my legs. Now somebody else would look and say, oh my gosh, Jeannie, you're 50. You look so great for 50. Thank you so much. But it's, it's watching. And this is what I'm talking about with aging is that it's watching things happen to your body. And, and I, and I've looked at all stages of my life, even when I was in my twenties or my thirties, there was still something that bothered me. I remember complaining that when I sat down, I had this one little dent on my leg. Well, now my, my legs are full of dents. I mean, that's just part of aging. I've had two pregnancies and my bought, my skin is stretched out and gone back. And you know, there's just things now I would never change that. I've been trying to really remind myself, Oh, those stretch marks. Well, those are my war wounds. I have, you know, my babies gave me those, you know, well, I have stretch so, marks and I didn't have babies. <laughs> well, I'm just saying for, for what, whatever yes. it is. And and it's, so I have to remind myself, Gina, stop comparing yourself to these girls that 
obviously, you know, have different genetics. They have different drive. They have, they're in a different industry than you ever were. Uh, they're, you know, you have to just be happy with what you have. That's very easily said. But, oh, yeah. but if you constantly remind yourself, when you start going down that road of comparing yourself to someone, just start thinking about, well, what, what do I like about myself? Mm-hmm. It sounds, sounds very easy. It's very hard to do. But, and you know what I do sometimes? Hmm. Um, I, I just like check in with things that I, you know, because things will bother me about, you know, whether it's like my body or like I really want a bigger butt. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Like, uh, but like there will be things that like bother me about my own appearance. Um, or maybe it's like I get stuck in this, you know, invisible race where I feel like, oh, well, I'm not doing, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there anymore. I'm not in, I'm not in the top anymore. I'm not, um, I'm just comparing business or, or my, my brand or my popularity and, mm-hmm. and things that it's like, a. On social media, when it comes to that, already there's so many people on there that that's what they're doing. Like, they're comparing. And that's and that's not right, right? Trolls. And that's what they do. And it's like, I think that one thing is you need to spend less time looking at the things that make you feel a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's protect yourself that way for a while until you're in, you feel more secure and you can actually see some of those things in a different light. And I will, when I'm feeling a certain kind of way about like my, my physique, I'll like look at some of my friends or even like strangers and I can see that their body is different than mine in all kinds of ways. And I'll, I'll talk about Katie. So our friend Katie is so curvy, mm-hmm. big boobs, big butt, tiny waist. She's little and she's super curvy, you know, and her, she has insecurities too. So do I. We all have different ones. But like I've even just like looked at her even when she's felt, you know, been a little bit down on herself and thought to myself like, you are so beautiful. Right. Like, like and I, and I recognize that and I recognize when I see other, other women or, or all these things and I'm like, well, I don't look anything like you, my body. And I'm so hard on myself for all these things, but I'm looking at you and seeing your body that you're not necessarily happy with. And I just see it as a whole and it is, it's beautiful. Like there's nothing that should be different, you know, like from me perceiving like any, anyone who wants something to be different with their body, whether it's like more muscle, they want to get stronger or maybe they want to lose a little bit of weight. You're entitled to want that. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, but I remind myself that like I'm perceiving these women and friends of mine that look nothing like me. As just like everything about them is, is beautiful. I don't, there, I wouldn't change a thing. And I have to remind myself that like, why, like, why I are can, you holding I, yourself I can, to? yeah, I can want to be better or, you know, it's okay to want some things different or to like, you know, sculpt my body in a way that I want, or at least I want to work for. But who's to say that people aren't seeing me as something that's like really beautiful and doesn't need to change? You know, because I think that when you get stuck in this idea of like what is right, right, the right? specific specific type. thing, then you almost maybe I speak for myself. I really try not to speak for you guys. Um, <laughs> would think, oh well, because I'm not that. Like 
people probably would perceive me as, you know, less than not as beautiful, not as beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's, it's really good to remind yourself of like, how do you perceive people? Because if you're perceiving people in a positive light and you're seeing things that you find beautiful in other people, then you should definitely be able to find them beautiful on yourself. Mm-hmm. Even well though, even though they're not what you think is perfect. Right. You well, there know? is, there is no perfect. No. I mean, that's the point. But social media is always going to be, it's going to be something that if you really let yourself get in a routine of judgment or comparing it's not going, you're never going to leave feeling good, look at, feeling good. And, and that just kind of like, you know, like bleeds over into every thing you do in your day. Right. And if you, you know, you just gotta, you just, you gotta be happy. And I think for myself, um, I've outwardly done certain things that make me feel better just as a person. So little things, um, if I, I've been shopping with Gina or just shopping and like, if I see a girl and I think to myself, like, she has a great butt, (laughs) I will tell her (laughs) I'm a stranger. And I do that for many reasons. I do it because it actually lifts me up when I lift other people up. And also letting her know that like everyone loves to get compliments. Sure. It makes, you know, if you're like me and Gina, sometimes it's like hard to, to accept them. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing you're working on is like, if someone compliments you, you don't go, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I try not to, you know, I'm but it's, better. it's a, Thank you. I found for myself Thank that you. what's making it easier for me to a couple things, like accept who I am and accept compliments is by giving them. And being that person that li- is, you know, actively lifting other people up, whether it's, um, at the grocery store, there's one of the women that's a checker and she is a talker. I mean, this I know woman, who you're talking about. Lo- I mean, I know who just you're talking slows about. the whole process uh, yes. down because she loves to talk and <laughs> I know it. <laughs> it's hard not to know it, but I know that she, it, like it, it fills her up to have a call, like to have someone have a conversation with her mm-hmm. and have her be, feel appreciated at her job. And, and feel maybe heard, you know? And mm-hmm. so I will, I will talk to her as I check out. It's all the other people behind her. Just <laughs> <laughs> I don't like have a deep conversation, <laughs> but giving you dirty it's looks. just, you know, I think that, yeah, you know, lift your, lift yourself up by lifting up others. And whether it's, you see someone on social media, maybe instead of just immediately practicing, immediately comparing yourself, um, remind yourself that they deserve that too. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, because I do think it's I've I've seen situations where people will look at someone and they are beautiful and they're doing great things or they have a beautiful body and they'll automatically try to find something wrong with them, which is terrible, too. But yeah, I think it's um, I mean, I could tell you right now, I'll I'll tell you a very recent one that I did. And actually, it was so funny because I was. uh, Who was I around? I was explaining it to someone. And I was basically doing what I do where I'm trying to, ex- I'm telling you what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little all over the place. <laughs> um, but I still, one, it could be a, pro- a, you know, a result of being somewhat compared to com- CrossFit competitors. 
still, you know, and which will then bleed over into like me when I get like wrongly tagged in pictures of other people (laughs) Um, or seeing people still competing. And I'm obviously not in that place. I mean, I have to remind myself like, because immediately it's like, it's going back to when I was at the CrossFit games and I was like the strongest girl in the field and I was highly competitive and really good. And then I have to remind myself like, Brooke, you had a cervical fusion. You've had, you know, dealing with lots of tears in my shoulders and this is where you are now. Right. You know, and reminding myself that, um, watching girls that I competed with continue to get like be better and continue to keep focusing on that even though my focus can't be that full-time anymore um and with my you know with my focus now is I'm I want to I build businesses I want to I want to help people you know realize their potential and that they're capable and feel good about themselves and I want to do movies and I love that I'm I'm ranching and I'm, I'm going home and I'm, I'm wake surfing and I'm writing, I'm, I'm taking writing lessons and I'm doing all these things that I've always wanted to do that I never could have done when I was competing. Cause there's no time, you know? And I've, I reminded myself like, you know what? It is so cool to see them continuing to like reach their potential in that sport. And they deserve that. And they're doing that. And, and that's, And that's a beautiful thing. And it's recognizing that other people, instead of comparing yourself to them, it's putting yourself in the position of them and thinking like you, like you, you deserve all these things too. You deserve the things you're working for. Everyone does. Everyone deserves an opportunity, opportunity to be their best self. Everyone gets to be successful. Everyone gets to be happy. And if you think about it that way, it obviously, our lives, everyone's lives look different. But remember that you, if you want something, you can have it. It That doesn't mean that it's not hard. You know, maybe, some, I mean, some things we want, we actually maybe can't have at this point in our life. I was going like, to say, I want, There's definitely some you know, things that people can't have. Lots of things, like, I want an airplane. Well, <laughs> can you fly it? <laughs> You got to go through the process of a couple things, like get your pilot's license. I love it. That's got, like, what you came up with. Well, I want an airplane. I think I was thinking yeah. about it because like uh, people have vision boards and Rob's, Rob Bailey's vision board right now is he a helicopter. Oh, okay. And he does have a, a, a license to fly. Anyways, it's just, <laughs> it's, there's certain things that maybe that is a little beyond what you can have right now or you're capable of right now. But if you focus on just finding happiness, um, the, your whole journey, your, the whole process of whatever it is that you're working towards is just going to be so much more enjoyable. And time just goes by so fast. You know, and if we just spend so much time being almost like uh, unhappy, but not even realizing that you are. Because you're just like in a shit mood. Mm-hmm. Because you've compared, you're comparing yourself and you're not enough and you don't have this and you don't have that. And it really comes down to like maybe looking at things like in, in its reality. Like I could say for myself, well, the reality, Brooke, is you're not, you don't train to go to the CrossFit Games anymore. You, you don't want to spend every single day 
in the gym. What do you want? You want to spend, you want to work out and, and stay fit and do those things. But what do you want? You want to have life experience. You want to spend quality time with your family. You want to spend quality time with your friends. Well, you can't have, you can't win the CrossFit games and have all of those other things. Like at right now at this point in your life, like what, like, is it tangible for you to compare yourself to someone who they've, all of their focus is on, I don't know, uh, maybe we'll compare ourselves to a supermodel or a, a doctor. I don't know. Who should we compare ourselves to? I don't know. A doctor. I'm like, I don't want to compare myself to a supermodel. Well, I was trying to think like social media. It's yeah. like body appearance. But like right. you see people that they have what they have. You know, some people cheat, but they have what they have because their work, that's what they're worth. That's, that's what they're their focusing whole on. Life. That's right. their whole life. That's what they're focusing on. And that's what they're, that's what they're doing. Um, again, because we're only, we're, a, we're seeing someone, we don't know what's in their heart. Like you could look like you have everything and maybe you're just really sad, you know, or you look like you could have everything and be this like perfect, awesome person, but maybe you're a total asshole, right. you know, and you, like Gina said, you, you can meet someone who like a professional athlete or someone that you have idolized and then you meet them and you're like, what a dick. What a dick. <laughs> right. right? And, and then, really and, nice. right. And I think it's just, you know, recognizing the fact that don't compare yourself to someone who a couple things you haven't, you really don't know them. You don't know everything about them. You don't know their schedule. You don't know what their focus is. You don't know where they've come from. And that's why I say just assume the best of people's situations. And if this isn't, if these little things aren't something you're regularly doing, it's going to take practice. So sometimes you might, and I've done this, sometimes you might see something and immediately be like, ugh, like, yeah, stupid. <laughs> I bet she sucks. <laughs> and then, you, and then you have to like catch yourself and be like, well, that wasn't, I'm, yeah, well, like, that wasn't I don't, nice. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't think that or say that about this right. person. I don't know because I don't, I don't want to be that, that person. Well, and where is it coming from? Right. It's really just coming from the fact that I'm, I'm jealous that you, that you look a certain way. And I, for some reason, I'm thinking that's better than me. And so now I have to find something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can you, and just change it in the moment and just be like, well, honestly, good you for look you. great. Good for you, man. <laughs> good for you, man. Good for you, man. Yeah. Here, we should put that on a t-shirt. Good, good for, for you, you man. man. Good for you, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, yeah. uh, it's tough. It is. And everybody does struggle with it. I don't care who says, and, and then we've talked about this whole idea of self-love. Um, it's a constant journey. It's not something that someone's, I mean, if somebody's that in love with themselves and not struggling, you might be a narcissist. For sure. <laughs> if you think you do not just do nothing wrong, but uh, I would be surprised if anybody felt every day like they were just killing it. And you could think of it like this. Everybody struggles with that. Yeah, you can think of it like this too. Um, like kids, right? I'm not a parent, but I have nieces and nephews that I care deeply for. I will. I would. Oh man, <laughs> I'm highly protective. You are of not just my family, like of, of, of people I, yeah. I just love. I am like she's a lioness. I am highly protective. <laughs> And so when I'm home with like my nieces and nephews, you know, or like you see like teens and or kid, but think kids. Um, before social media, 
it's kind of like the idea of like like all this crazy stuff that's happening in the news, right? Well, before social media, oh, there was still a lot of crazy shit happening, but we didn't, we weren't so, it wasn't so saturated. It wasn't constant in your face updates, new update. Right. This is happening. That's happening. And it's like back then, uh, appearance and things were, was still a problem. You know, it was just in magazines or on TV. So the fact that it can be more accessible, like social media, and there's this, this constant comparison that's happening, it's going to be harder to get away from. It's going to be more work for you to try and, you know, fight against that. And you think about kids who, as they grow up, uh, maybe they're not, you know, they're watching cartoons. They're just being kids. Right. And what would we do? We would say we wouldn't want them to be on like social media and put them in a place where now they're comparing themselves to other people and constantly at such a young age, like looking at their body different, looking at their, you know, just all kinds of things. It's like all of a sudden at such a young age feeling like they're not enough when in reality as an adult, you're like, no, like you're, you're a kid. Yeah. You're a kid. You have so much time. Like right. there's no point in comparing yourself to, you know, you have to consider that for you too as an adult. Like if we're, you got to just get off, get off the phone, get off yeah. the social media for a while. Yeah. Speaking you of, know, or fight for like, if you are, if you are on like unfollow, like don't follow accounts that only bring you down and maybe they shouldn't bring you down. But at this point in whatever stage you are in trying to feel, you know, beautiful and better about yourself, you kind of have to help create an environment where you can change. And then as you change and your heart changes and then you can handle seeing things that before you would have been, you know, bummed about or, right had a negative outlook on where now you can look at it and be like, good for you, man. Right. <laughs> good for you, man. Good for you, man. Hey, good for you. Yeah. yeah uh, I wanted to bring up if any of you haven't watched it yet on Netflix, have you watched it yet? Yes. Uh, a couple times. Uh, Social dilemma. It's called Social Dilemma on Netflix and it is really interesting. It's very eye opening. It's about social media. It's about algorithms. They had some very disturbing because now, you know, now we have this whole youth yeah. that has been, because even my kids that were, that are around 30, your age, mm -hmm. they had a MySpace in middle I school. Did, yeah. They didn't have uh, smartphones. Five. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> um, they didn't have smartphones where they could be on Instagram and, you know, they're, well, they're not on Facebook, but Instagram and all these, and Snapchat and TikTok and all this stuff 24 hours a day. Yeah, you texted and you played Snake. <laughs> that Snake game. I don't remember. I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old. But um, it, there are some very disturbing statistics in there. And I would encourage all parents, all, well, all people just to go and watch it. And it just talks about how these algorithms will send you notifications and things trying to basically control what what you're what you're doing and to get you to engage more with social media yeah, and it's it's really and uh it's learning that like when it comes to social media um we as people we are we are what is being sold <laughs> yeah well and, th and they talk about and that. we're all the sheep you know, you keep yeah. seeing all these posts of people, oh, don't be a sheep, think this, and you're a, you're a sheep because you're thinking that. And it's like, guess what, guys? We're all sheep. Yeah, and I think that, because um, some of you could be listening to this, and I of only, us are thinking I'm, only gonna, I'm only going to say this because I've had this reaction from some of my family. Um, 
and then we had a further conversation. But don't immediately think that the social dilemma is political. No. So it's just so much more than that. Um, don't be turned off. I think like anyone should, you know, I want people to be open-minded and we all should be able to hear other opinions. And if you really want to grow, you don't have to take everything. It's not like you have to let something completely change your mind, but if you're willing to, you know, consider the possibilities of how something actually could look, maybe it's not what you thought. You just, your eyes are going to be very opened to a reality that in an, that kind of, it, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Just, yeah. But, but definitely watch it. It's yeah. really good. It had some, but I think that what made me think of it is we were talking about young girls mm-hmm. being on social media and they were talking about the suicide rates. I think that, and don't quote me on these statistics, but it was something insane. Uh, middle school girls. I think the suicide rate has gone up a hundred and like, 150% yeah. or something like that. Um, it's very frightening. I feel like we're, we're getting, well, females, first of all, we fought for rights. We fought to be seen as equals and all this. And then you have this, I mean, I'm, I'm all for posting. If you want to post a picture in your bathing suit, you're feeling good about yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that our young people are seeing this and thinking, oh, that's what I have to do. Well, and you know, it's, we it's talked about this with a, Ruby before. It's learning from a young age it's, to compare yourself. To compare yourself. And that's, I mean, what we were talking about is like, how do we not do that? Right. Well, one, we got to, you know, we work on it. Well, we do. That's the thing. Because yes. we do compare ourselves. No, we do. But I'm saying like, how, we how have the to, question was right. like, how do I not? Right. You know, and I think what. Now the conversation has just moved into if you should watch the show. And I think if you have kids or you have grandkids or you have, maybe you don't have kids, but you have nieces and nephews just, or you care yeah. <laughs> about the younger generation. It's, it's watching it to even just kind of learn it, learn about the facts about this is where we are. This is a, this is something that's been built over years and it wasn't in you have the people discussing it who worked at all these big companies google they're Apple, the ones that created these created algorithms and, and they weren't creating it for it to have these negative effects and they're saying but what's hap- what's happening is once these things have been created they basically just they they are they're ai they function on their own and they continue to learn and get smarter and and work the way they're going to work and um unless someone's going to go and burn the whole thing down yeah. uh now we just we need to be aware of it and have you know learn to protect ourselves yeah and they give you some different things you can do like on your smartphones to sort of kind of fight against um right the system the system but yeah the watch AI. it fighting fight against the ai now we're now we sound like crazy people for real the robots are taking over guys well and it's so funny like when they call it ai because it's like well, it's, it's that true. movie That's exactly what it is though <laughs> no I think it doesn't have arms and legs and walks around, but it, you know, it's I've just watched too many scary movies. I can just imagine. But watch it. We would actually love to hear your 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 thoughts about it. it. And um, you can email us at betweentherips at gmail.com. Oh, yes. Also, send in some more questions because clearly we can talk for an hour. That's actually (laughs) like 45 minutes on on one question. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, guys, help us help you. (laughs) Give us questions so we can give you exactly what you want. And if we're not helping you, we're so sorry. Mm. (laughs) So anyway, well, thanks, guys, for listening. 
to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yes, thank you. Remember to rate, rate review, subscribe, five-star five rating, five-star five warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.